Double E, elevating entrepreneurs, built local, elevating you through empowerment and education. Welcome to Double E, elevating entrepreneurs. I'm here with my guest. Brooks Robinson. He is a serial entrepreneur. He used to own a couple of businesses. He now still owns a trucking business. He started out um, with searching for golf balls, actually, and cleaning them and and things like that. And then he had a window cleaning company and then transitioned to a trucking company. And now he works um, in corporate. Um, He kind of has a sales job, but he also gets a percentage of the company's profits, which exactly. is pretty yeah. smart. Perpetuity on the Perpetuity. Um, and then he still has his trucking business. So he's yeah. going to talk to you guys today a little bit about his background, uh, tips that he's learned being an entrepreneur. Got a call in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, mm-hmm. so he's going to be sharing a little bit about his background, his story, <clears throat> his faith, and uh, just experiences he's learned as being an entrepreneur along the way. So right. you want to go ahead and say hi to everybody? What's up, guys? Like uh, Elizabeth, was, it is Elizabeth, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just met. We just met. Uh, but yeah, like Elizabeth was saying, I'm, I'm, uh, those, those are my credentials, and I'm glad to be here and excited to yeah. have this conversation with you and talk about, first and foremost, God, you know? Yeah, Because he's absolutely. the reason for all of this. Absolutely. And then, you know, get into, get into how we make money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, awesome. Well, with that is, um, I know that we had mentioned we were going to do a little bit of a prayer. Oh, yeah. Um, so, did you want to um, go ahead and, like, join me um, to pray Absolutely, over the episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. We can even hold hands. Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, dear Lord, thank you for just bringing us together today. And we just pray that this episode blesses all who listen, Lord. That you open up their ears and they learn from Brooke's story and from his experience and his encounter with God and how it changed his life. Um, and we just pray that like there's tips that people learn on entrepreneurship as well and that they just become enlightened. It's in your mighty name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So talk yeah. to us a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur. Yeah. So that started off, uh, I was pretty, pretty competitive, grew up in a super you know like uh, competitive family my dad was a pro baseball player my uh, i have a bro an older sister who was super mean i don't know if you have siblings and you were I mean do. The, you were you mean to the brother uh to one of them, one of them? yeah, yeah, yeah the other one was kind of mean but also protective of me so kind of like yeah. fluctuated i feel you i feel you so yeah, yeah. I, had, I had that dynamic and then i also had a, a younger brother um so it started off just more you know competing with him quite a bit mm-hmm. and um you know baseball i was a Big baseball guy, grew up, mm-hmm. and obviously being instilled from my dad to, mm-hmm. to play. Really no choice. That's no. awesome. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No choice. He's like, I you have it. to play it. Yeah, so. I loved it. So that's kind of where the competitiveness started. Then I played mm-hmm. high school ball, ended up playing in college, uh, okay. junior college baseball, and then a little bit uh, Division two baseball as well. Um, so yeah, I was... I was rolling there, um, playing ball, and then ended up, um, so my degree was in industrial safety. Okay. Um, and so I ended up getting an internship in Lawton and absolutely hated it. And so I was getting <laughs> down to the end, yeah. and I was like, 
this can't be what the rest of my life is going to look like. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Just like, cor- well, yeah. corporate, whatever. Like, not saying people don't look, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. f- thrive under that. But me, I sure. like, felt a sense of panic, literally. Sure. And yeah. so after that was finished, I just kind of ran from it and started mm-hmm. these other companies. Uh, one being, a, the first one was a golf ball diving company. So mm-hmm. showing, I'm showing a little bit of the redneck. Yeah, roots. it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, uh, so, you know, just like a hustler kind of mindset. Okay. Like I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that comes up with creative stuff. That's mm-hmm. like, like I never get my ideas from something. It's always like, that was a kind of original, a, idea. Yeah, original idea. Yeah. But then when it comes to actually running the business, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then, then I'll need some help. But anyway, right, so that right. was actually in high school. Um, I started that company. That's awesome. And that was, yeah, we were basically just reaching out to country clubs and seeing if we could get contracts to get the balls out of their ponds and then sell mm-hmm. them wholesale. Like the mm-hmm. refurbished balls that you see in Walmart. Sure. That's what we would, we would sell okay. like to, to back to pro golf and sell. Okay. Yeah. A lot of okay. those balls. Anyways, that did really well. It was a cash business, really hard to monetize though. There's not a whole mm-hmm. lot you can go with mm-hmm. that. So just mm-hmm. that business really got me, um, through college kind of thing. Okay. So I did well enough in the summers to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, support myself. Yeah. And um, and then after after that was done, now we'll go back. I'm, I'm ADD, by the way, so I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We'll go back to where I was, um, kind of freaking out, being like, this is what my degree's in, but I do not want to do this forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I kind of just left that whole left that whole environment and started a, a window cleaning company with one of my buddies I played baseball with okay. um, at, at UCO. And mm-hmm. so we were just, again, kind of a hustler mindset. Like, just we started that and just started knocking on doors, made flyers, door hangers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we were just just hustling it, you know? Yeah. And uh, we would actually clean the windows ourselves, too. So we were, uh, him and I were, were the whole business, you wow, know? Wow, yeah. yeah. That's so busy. Yeah, yeah, we were busy. and But, but mm-hmm. I kind of like those. I like, you know, people getting started, unless mm-hmm. you have something that you know you can automatically jump into right mm-hmm. like you maybe have some sort of a, a backing for it. but if you're having to start from scratch like a hustler right i i recommend doing something that's super low super low startup cost you know right. so you can get in there and just kind of hustle your way through and then you mm-hmm. learn a bunch about life and yourself through having to put yourself in uncomfortable situations right. you know like first starting off knocking on doors or making cold calls like that can be terrifying for people right yeah that's not fun <laughs> yeah it's not um i'm getting a call but anyways um so yeah just just starting off with that and then after um that that business kind of just stopped and we still do a little bit with it because we got into the uh remember the big ice storm that hit oklahoma city and then austin Mm -hmm. so we made a good amount of money just jumping into that because i had the equipment Mm -hmm. so we would go and just do like storm cleanup with that so like that company still exists but it's not it's not a window cleaning company anymore it's just when something okay you know yeah sure disaster hits Sure. We help clean it up, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, and then from there, uh, started, which I still have this business, I started a trucking company, but it was with it was with box trucks. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, am I supposed to give you the whole spirit right now? Go for are it. We gonna, yeah. Are we going to? No, I'll, I'll Jerry, ask my questions. No, no, we're, we're, we're at that point where you can ask some questions if you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the third business was a, was a trucking company um, that I started. Um, actually, me just buying a truck and driving across the country. Um, that's how I started the, okay. that. made the funds, you know, for, for that company, um, ended up going up, getting up to about three trucks. Um, and then 
now I've sold two of them and I still have uh, one of the trucks now. So okay. that's kind of where we're at with the, uh, at least how I got to where I am yeah. now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, you know, just slowing down, backing up a little bit okay. about how you started the businesses. Like there's a lot of people listening in that just want to start something. Right. So what are some tips that you have for them to get started? How did you organize things? How did you get success? Right. Um, and then what made you uh, transition out of those businesses into the trucking one? Sure. Uh, and then what, uh, tell us more details about the trucking business as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I would say some tips, something I didn't do very well was finding stuff that I actually cared about <laughs> and passionate yeah. about. I was more like the money hungry, like this is the way to do it at mm -hmm. you know, low startup, like all the stuff that logically right. makes sense. But it's, right. you know, I mean, and that's not like every, and as an entrepreneur, you're not going to like be passionate about every business, right? But I mean, this was, this was, that was a, you know, a mistake that I feel like I made early um but the reason i did get some success in those businesses was just like i said low startup costs and costs and just be being willing to to hustle you know mm -hmm. like i was the guy who was willing to do anything so was there much of a plan no i just had an idea and i was that guy that was ballsy enough to go and <laughs> seriously like i would knock yeah. on doors or like pick mm -hmm. up the phone and, and call people so it's like yeah you're gonna get some some traction from, sure. from doing that just you know because everyone can you know, feel that, that mm -hmm. energy, I guess. Yeah. So. What do you think really, so slowing down right there, there's a lot of people that are needing to do that to grow their business. Yeah. What do you think made you effective and gave you a cutting edge in that area? Well, I don't think a lot of people now are willing to do it. They kind of want everyone's <laughs> look, everyone's looking to go online or like places they have to spend a lot of money on marketing. It's like, if you don't have the mm -hmm. money to spend on marketing, you're, competitive edge is you right so you have to be willing to put yourself on the line and if you're not it's mm -hmm. you're probably not it's probably not for you you know sure. what i mean like like sure. you know and there's other ways like say i don't know how much money these people have right right we're watching so it's right. like if you have money they vary to, yeah if you have money mm -hmm. to start something and you have something where you really like the idea and it's pure mm -hmm. then by all means like throw your throw some money at it do it mm -hmm. but for the People like me, I can only really speak for the more of the hustler group. Right. It's like, you just got to do it, dude. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. Like, you just have any way that you can get the name out there, do it. Like, you right. know, if someone walks on the street asking, hey, mm -hmm. you know, how are your windows looking at home? Or like, mm -hmm. whatever. Like, mm -hmm. put yourself, you know, you have to you have to put yourself in that mix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right. So. Okay. That would be my suggestion, you know. It's like, find something you're actually passionate about. And if you have the money to do it marketing the right way, mm -hmm. then yeah, by all means, do it. Yeah. But if you don't, but you still want to be an entrepreneur and you don't like what you're doing, it's going to be uncomfortable. I mean, it and, is. and that's like, <laughs> we all need to learn that too. Yeah. So there's no really skipping that. That day is coming. You right. Know? It's right. just, are you ready for that to be, you know, exposed? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, what are the biggest hurdles that you face as being an entrepreneur and how'd you overcome them? I think being young, you, I didn't get 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't taken very seriously. I mean, because I'm only 26 now. Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, starting, well, the golf ball stuff, it was like, okay, that's cute, guys. You know, yeah, it's cute. Window cleaning, <laughs> you know, that's still kind of cute, right? Yeah. You're kind of kid. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like making fun of window No, cleaning. no, like, no, no. But it's something that you would let a, a younger guy do. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, but you kind of. it's not like super serious. Yeah, it wasn't like I was yeah. like, oh, I'm building jet airplanes. You right. Know? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. They were like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that, that wouldn't fly, but. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. Just, no pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, but then when I got into the trucking business, that was a little bit more big boy. So, right. That's when I really figured out, like, oh shoot, like maybe I don't know enough, you know, because mm. I kind of just got away with, you know, kind of like, have you seen Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. That guy that, that yeah, he's, yeah. He's so young. Yeah. And naive that he was getting away with everything he was doing. Mm-hmm. Not because he was super intelligent or experienced. It's because sure. he simply was just flying under flying. the radar and just yeah. thought he could do it. So right. it's like, basically that ties into faith, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like he mm-hmm. had faith that it would work. Right. And it did. And that's right. kind of how I was until I was, um, you know, I, I started to see some, having some doubt. Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this, there is actually a lot to learn here. Mm-hmm. And there's more things that I should be factoring in that I'm not. Like, you know, so that's what like I what? Uh, just like the the amount of overhead that goes in. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I was, you know, had three trucks. Every truck's forty grand, and you're looking at the different fuel part prices that vary across mm-hmm. the across the country. And then you've got these. I don't know if you know much about trucking, but there's there are essentially bidding sites where you're going mm-hmm. and you have to within seconds book loads that are going across the country. And if you haven't factored everything in. In that amount of time, then, well, you just, you could have lost money on that. Like, mm-hmm. the breakdowns, mm-hmm. the, so I wouldn't recommend, honestly, I wouldn't even recommend mm-hmm. that company um, or, or that business off the bat. Because it's like, mm-hmm. as soon as I got in, it was super hot. It's mm-hmm. like, everything was going well. But when gas prices shot up, mm-hmm. or diesel prices shot up, and it's like, oh, shoot. Like, so I guess having to calculate, like, mm-hmm. the economy, like, more things than I was used to to having to do, you sure. know. Because like if you're just hustling, it's yeah okay. And it, most people can will allow you to clean their windows, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. or get, you know sell golf balls. But when it's like big boy business, like mm-hmm. there's a lot more. That's why they have teams of people that are doing it. And when you just mm-hmm. have you know a few, it's yeah it can be it can be challenging. Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's smart. So, um, what did you use like for your, uh, trucking business? Like what were you transporting? Uh, it was really anything that we could fit, um, in the back of a 26 foot box truck. So it's like Mm -hmm. how the, how the load board works is it just post a bunch of loads that would be in your parameters of what your truck can hold. So, I mean, it would be general construction products, like some, you know, like Literally, you name it, like everything out here, like all this equipment came on a truck, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that came on a truck, everything. So it's really just transporting from manufacturer to stores or B2B mm-hmm. manufacturer mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. another manufacturer. Um, so yeah, really it was, it would vary. We didn't really mm-hmm. specialize in what we were, in what we were hauling. Okay. But, yeah. How did you pick the loads or like, how did you network to build that? Um, like what was the, what was the kind of criteria that we Mm -hmm. would go through to, to pick loads? Right. And like, and what do you use to do that? Is it software? It's software. Yeah. So it's basically a bidding site Mm -hmm. of all the different loads that are going on in the United States right now. Okay. So it's like you, you would have a dispatcher 
a driver that's driving a truck, and those are really the two things that you need to operate a single okay. vehicle. So mm -hmm. the dispatcher's on there looking all day to find the perfect price. Okay. Um, and then, you know, obviously all the other things that they have to factor in before. Sure. So it's really, it's really just do you know that game? You know, you're calling mm -hmm. different brokers, seeing if they can get the price up to here, because if they can't, um, you know, you won't, you won't be able to do it. So it's this whole game. The whole business is kind of rude, too. It's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Like, no really? one's – you don't really network. It's like, what can you do right now? Yeah. Because it's urgent. Stuff is, yeah, like, being, being shipped. shipped. It's like, yeah. right now has to go. Mm -hmm. And these brokers are trying to get the most money for their brokerage, mm -hmm. and you're trying to get the most money for your trucking company. Right. But the, all the loads are going through these brokers. Mm. right so it's like the sh and the shipper doesn't really care as long as it gets there right so it's right. like this it's really a fight you're really just fighting with sounds people. like it and it's it's uh it's fun yeah <laughs> it's fun but yeah it's just kind of what you're getting so like it's if, intense so now it's it's more tailored towards getting dedicated lanes like that's what you want you don't want to be mm -hmm. fighting on the load boards like it works when the economy's good mm -hmm. but now not saying now that it's bad but when it was starting to dip down i noticed okay you can't really just you can't sustain a business just off of that like you have right. to be making connections with these shippers you right. know you have to be making connections with these manufacturers mm -hmm. otherwise you know if you don't have a consistent rate and lane that that truck's running you know then you're when when bad things happen you're kind of just screwed you know right so right. just being you know I, I was just kind of immature and factoring all those things out at the beginning starting this mm -hmm. so there was a lot of headaches with that yeah but we did figure it out so i'm not saying like don't do it but right you have to I, what i'm saying i guess is like be prepared that you're gonna have to kind of learn on the fly okay you know what i mean so can anyone just download the software and get access to it or yeah okay yeah i mean it's a there's no application process Oh, this is a subscription. Uh, it is, but it's very okay. affordable. Okay. Know? So it's okay. like, it, yeah, if you were wanting to get into the trucking business, you could, yeah, you could definitely just get a subscription okay. to the software. Yeah. So what credentials did you have to have to start the trucking business? Uh, yeah, so that that's a good question. So you have to get your MC number and then your DOT number. Okay. It's basically just a legal trucking documentation that you would have. Obviously, mm -hmm. you need a legal entity. So mm -hmm. as with all businesses, you need right. a <laughs> Yes. You know, C Corp or what, however you structure it. Or running it, it. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm -hmm. But that's that's pretty much it. So it's super, and I think that was something that was also appealing. It's like super simple to get in, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of money to be made. Mm -hmm. But it, there's a lot, it costs a lot of money to do it, you know? Yeah. So it's like spend money to make money. Right, business. and that's like most businesses. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, and yeah. that's actually a good point, because it's like I'm, I had some pretty good money saved up mm -hmm. from the, you know, just the, the hustler companies. And then kind of threw it all at the trucking, and it's like mm -hmm. that was kind of stupid, you mm -hmm. know. Like not mm -hmm. that not that it didn't make money, but it's yeah, it was it was like this, and I right. would have I would have probably spaced everything out a little mm -hmm. bit more, mm -hmm. or or at least go into it slower, so I really mm -hmm. learned it, right? You know, okay, the right way. But. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. What other lessons did you learn being an entrepreneur that you think would benefit the listeners? Um. Lessons, lessons, lessons. I mean, there's there's tons of them, but uh, what are like your top five? Top five lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a good, it's a very good question. Thank <laughs> you. Um, probably. Just, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly. Well, we'll take a drink and and think about it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, probably just like know what you're getting into, one. Mm -hmm. um, two, making, making sure your priorities are straight mm -hmm. and like you're doing it for the right reasons. Because mm -hmm. I found that just for money is not really the, the right reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then it's, it's like also like, are, you know, are you doing it just for like status to say that you are, you know, a business owner? Or are you actually like this is that's your personality type and that's kind of what you want to do? You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say that's the the top three lessons that I've okay. learned from it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because my you know my like we talked about it a little bit, but mm -hmm. my story was basically like as a as a Christ follower was basically living in sin for all these years, like just getting so distracted and like I wasn't really happy while I was doing all that. It was just like, mm -hmm. I'm competitive. Like my family's competitive. I want to, I want to, you know, pursue this and, and be successful. It was all about like mm -hmm. being successful and the status of it and, mm -hmm. and all of that. And so mm -hmm. that's just not the proper way of, of going about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, is it cool if I go into yeah. the testimony? Yeah, now? let's do it. Okay. So I was, I was trucking um, to start, like I said, when I was starting that company, I was, I was trucking around the United States, had a dispatcher, he was booking the loads, we were, I was picking it up, you know, running across the country, this was probably about two years ago, uh -huh. and um, I'm stopped, at, well, go back a little bit more, like back to the, my background, um, or like kind of how I grew up, so I grew up Christian, but it was more like my parents' faith, you know, it wasn't really mm, my faith, faith. like I... I had one, but not really, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, probably, you know, like a lot of people would, would claim to mm -hmm, be, mm -hmm. to be a Christ follower, but not really following mm -hmm. it down sure. to you know? Yeah. Um, so anyways, I was that, and I was driving around the country, really looking into all different religions at the time. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it was kind of, was kind of lost. I spent a lot of time by myself. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you know, that's tough. Like you, mm -hmm. you learn a lot about yourself and you start to dig into these tougher questions the the less distracted you are right you know and so anyways yeah running running across the country and there was just one night where everything kind of changed for me mm -hmm. I was I was stopped like I normally would they sat at, at a truck stop and just mm. like uh, I would just sleep across the bench okay and uh back to the Showing I'm a hustler, you know? Yeah. <laughs> making it happen. Yeah, making it happen, you know, sleeping, roughing it. Um, yeah. You got to so, do what you got to do. Yeah. And so, and then, and I was just asleep one night and I just woke up like with the, my heart was just beating, 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 beating like super fast. Mm. And I was like, and just to like go back a little bit, I was not like no alcohol no drugs no caffeine like this was i was fully sober when this was happening mm -hmm. and my heart was just like beating 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 i was like god like calling out like mm -hmm. what is gonna happen like mm -hmm. what is happening here mm -hmm. and he was like basically not audible but like in my spirit like mm -hmm. i was like what do i need to do mm -hmm. it's like because mm -hmm. like i feel like you could stop my heart right now like right. i feel like it felt you know what i mean scary or it was like freaky <laughs> like that like yeah <sighs> Like one yeah. more beat faster and it's like it stopped. It went so fast mm -hmm. that it would stop. Mm -hmm. Completely sober, like I said, for a long time too. Mm -hmm. And so that happens and I'm like, okay, God, what do I need to do? And he's mm -hmm. like, and so I felt prompted to get on my phone, 
clicked onto YouTube and like I do not watch at the time I was not watching any any religious videos like uh-huh. no no Christian videos nothing like that uh-huh. and I click on it and the first video that pop that that pops up on the screen I'm like okay this guy is like distraught on the video he's crying he's freaking uh-huh. out <laughs> and uh, I click on the video and he was talking about how God had just woke him up. Mm. In a in a vi- in a dream slash vision that he was having. Wow. And he said that the dream was so I didn't have this dream. I was just woke up in a complete panic as it uh-huh. seems like this uh-huh. guy. And like to say like this video shouldn't have been up on my feed. Like uh-huh. click YouTube and that was the video up. Uh-huh. And like I said, like you know how the algorithm works. They wouldn't have thrown me that video. Right. They don't watch Christian video. Usually it'd be like you know some motivation or like yeah, business yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah. music whatever. Yeah. And then I, I click on this video and his dude's like freaking hysterical. And I'm like, okay, this is nuts. Like, and my heart's still beating like fast, uh-huh. but not like, uh-huh. not like it was, right? And he's, he's telling about his dream in the video. And you can uh-huh. tell he's recording it right after it happened. Like he woke up from this and like recorded and like uh-huh. this is what he was saying. And um, he was talking about like in his vision, God had the world in one hand. Uh-huh. And then he was shaking the world. And in his left hand, only a few souls were falling into God's left hand. Wow. So shaking and then like, a, like you know, you could tell like from, he showed like an illustration of it too. Uh-huh. And like the very few hands falling into, into God's left hand. And I was like, whoa, what does this mean? And like, uh-huh. just, I was just in kind of like a trans state uh-huh. and God was like, you know, basically with my heart, he's like, I could, I could stop your heart at any time you know uh-huh, uh-huh. like like the only reason your heart's still beating because i allowed it to be uh-huh. you know right and that was basically his way of of telling me like in the scripture it's like if you're if you're lukewarm i'll spit you out uh-huh, uh-huh. so it's like i can't speak for anyone else but like uh-huh. that day that night god was telling me like i would have spit you out of my mouth uh-huh. really and like uh-huh. this is i don't know like if everyone's religious or not but like yeah this happened, like, and I'm, uh-huh. I'm being serious, like, this freaking happened. So anyways, like, from that day on, I was really trying to figure out, like, okay, what does it mean to truly be a Christ follower, you uh-huh. know? Because I'm terrified. Like, this, yeah. this being just showed me that, yeah. like, if I would have killed you that night and it's up to him whether uh-huh. I live or not, yeah. I wouldn't have been with him. I don't think. I mean, like, yeah. at least that he was frightening me to be like, at least I've got you to, you have to do this for me now. Or, you right, know, right, right, right. I didn't right. really know. Um, so anyways, fast forward, I'm, you know, now I'm really d- digging in, trying to figure out, figure out, but then I would still slip up sin wise. Cause it's like, uh, yeah. humans are pretty stupid, right? It's, ha- it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Hard. So, and so like, I kept, going, said than kept going back to my old ways of partying, like premarital yeah. sex, like yeah. all the, all the sins, you know, the yeah. ones. and you know, slowly but surely. And then anyways, my, my roommate comes to me not too long ago and he's like, Hey bro, you want to try this brain fast? It's like. We're gonna, just going to get off social media, stop mm. listening to bad music. Like, just basically, like, cut everything that's what could be impure out mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'll do that. Like, no mm-hmm. worries. And then, so we went and did that fast for, like, literally 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then throughout that fast, it was it was crazy, like, what God was revealing to me as far as, like, how distracted I'd become, even though I had an insane testimony like that right. in the truck, mm-hmm. I still went back to like, I wasn't doing exactly what right. he was wanting me to do, Sure, you know? And so 
Yeah, so that was just which it's hard scary. in this world in general. It's though. hard, yeah. It is. It is, and it's like he even if you have the best intentions. I know. I yeah. know. And mm-hmm. like people are still, you know, distracted and deceived. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. that's that's the enemy's main job is just mm-hmm. to get you distracted, deceive, steal, kill, so and destroy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So and that whole experience woke me up to the fact that now it's. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit there and scroll. And, like, I'm not telling people what to do. Like, I, sure. I'm not saying this is a, no, you know, get off Instagram and never get on, you know. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm Please don't because like, I need your yeah. support. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Just follow my page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But, no, I'm not saying that. It's like I'm saying that just as a personal conviction as, yeah. like, God was so graceful to show me, mm-hmm. like, his power and what he has for me to do. And then I still got distracted, like as if I forgot that what that happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. And so this fast really helped, you know, for me, it's like, okay, just be still and know that I'm God. Like sit there mm. and take that time and don't be distracted, you know, by the, by the day-to-day thing. Yeah. So that was, right. yeah, really just a, an absolute eye-opener for me. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then tell me a little bit about, um, you mentioned earlier briefly that, you were doing things for the wrong reason for your yeah, business. And right. then with that epiphany, like yes. you realize that it's not really about that. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that story. Yeah. So I was, I mean, just in the past, and I didn't even notice this because it's like the American dream will say, it's like, you know, like just, just hustle, make it happen. Like mm-hmm. money and material things are so important. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, that was like an idol for me. You know what I mean? And so like, I, and I didn't, I didn't like, care for my friends, Mm. family, like I would leave everything if I was going to get paid to do it. Mm. And it's like, and that just, that whole fast revealed all of that out of me. Like during that, I would just literally weep in the shower and like Mm. reach out to people and say, Hey dude, you've been a super good friend to me. And I Mm. was terrible to you, you know? So Mm. like that was kind of my sin that I was still stuck in was just Mm. like greed, selfish ambition, like, those were some things that really, you know, I loved like money more than people. Mm. And it's like, that's the opposite of the gospel, you know? And it's like here in America, I think we, you know, that's not to say like, don't make, don't work hard and make money. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you have to put God first, you know, you have to, or or like, or, you know, if you're not even there in your faith Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. or or whatever, then it's like, love people more than money and things. And then it's like, once you do that, God will take, like, God takes care of me now more than when I was trying to do everything myself. Right. You know what I mean? That's funny because I'm literally creating a shirt right now for my chosen clothing line. Oh, yeah. And it says, love God, love people. <laughs> yeah. And now that's It's very it. simple. Right. Yeah. And we kind of miss that here in America. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. we always it's talk very about like, how tough in the gospel, like, for, for people from India or different mm-hmm. countries to, mm-hmm. to hear about Jesus. And it's like, I think like that's it's equally it's as really, hard here because we're yeah. we're so distracted like and we make it complicated yeah and it's, and not, it's really simple. yeah exactly exactly you don't have to have somebody tell you that you just need to pick up this book and and read it for yourself right. and then it's alive to you you yeah, know what I mean right like I read it now and it's different in the past when it mm-hmm. was just a chore sure now it's like oh, like there's nothing else that I would rather do right than that that's you know awesome. then I'm like oh I have to work and then yeah. I don't even work as hard but it's like I get taken care of and it's like right. God blesses me to then bless people. Right. You know, right, it's right. like, I'm not wanting to hoard it anymore. I don't even mm-hmm. care about material things. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to be, you know, a good impact for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Sure. But like, that's, that's it now. So it's yeah. like, 
yeah, I love talking about business, but like I love talking about God yeah. even more. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's that's why we get to do that. And I feel like like I've you know beat that horse on this, but in America it's like mm-hmm. we, we take Christianity as such a consumer type right. faith and it's like the church is not a pe or it is a people, it's not a building. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. It's not a building, Absolutely. it's a people. So it's like you know, love your neighbor. Like, do you know the people that you sit by? Like, be in community. So mm-hmm. it's like we we kind of throw that that love outside of thing as like mm-hmm. being successful mm-hmm. is not loving people here in the U.S. Right. It's what do you have? Right. Your status, and it's like you, through the Bible, you know, readings. It's like the rich young ruler. Like we have so many different <laughs> examples of yeah. that being yeah, like, yeah. this is not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So like when you when you hit mm-hmm. me up and you were like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about money or whatever. I was like, money has no, you know, has no value at all because mm-hmm. it's like that's how that's how I see it now. It's like mm-hmm. you need to pursue God and then you'll be taken. Sure, care. yeah. And it's like, I, and that's probably just me. Like my heart wasn't there. Right. And now that my heart is, it's like, well, it's I would never go back in a million mm-hmm. years would I go back to that stuff. Yeah, that's good. To just the spinning and spinning and spinning, trying to yeah. make everything happen. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think. You know, for me, it's never been a focus. You know, it's always been about helping others. And I think that if your heart's in the right place and your business is in the right place, right. like, then it just flows. I agree. Yeah. And I would always have this wrestling match with my spirit and my flesh, you know. So it's like, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do both, you know, because mm-hmm. I had one in front of the other. Right. And the one that I had in front of the other was backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so it's I've like never, it's, you know, I've never really struggled with it. I've been thankful I love that. that. That's amazing. Like it's never really, like you know, yeah. been a focus for me. Right. Like, so did you kind of grow up in the faith, or do you have a? No. No, you found it. No. Yeah. So I, uh, I grew up uh, Catholic, and then my mom was Presbyterian, mm-hmm. but my family, my brothers, didn't really like church, so it kind of like. It was very confusing, and then I asked, like, the nun, like, questions about God and Jesus and stuff, and she didn't right. like it, and she hit me with a ruler, so I didn't have the best experience. Like, yeah, you hear that a lot. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and just kind of um, also when I became Christian, not being super welcomed by all Christians, being judged mm. for my tattoos and, like, yeah. just, like, what I had done in the past and things like that, and, like, literally it says in the Bible that you should not judge. Mm-hmm. Do not uh judge for you will be judged or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that as you judge yeah as you judge, judge yeah right, right. and then there's also another quote that i like um that's like do not point out like um a, a brick in your, your the plank in your brother's, your brother's eye, eye yeah. when you have like one in your own yes um and yes. so it's just like really been interesting to for me but it's been a journey because I never really had the right environment around me to keep me Christian. I'm the first mm. Christian in my family. Right. And then now I'm finally at this point uh, over the last year that I was so tired of being hurt by sin mm-hmm. and what people had done to me that I was like, I don't even care anymore. I'm going to make my own um, culture and right. I'm going to find the right people this time. So right. that way I am protected yeah. and I have this environment. And so I've been blessed with upper room. I love upper room. Mm. Uh, and they've just been like a safe haven for me. And I found right. a, some really good people through there. And, um, I'm just very mindful now of who, even in the Christian faith, I trust. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm very particular. I love on everyone, but I don't let everyone in. Sure. And I'm very careful because if they judge me or they start judging others, and right. that's not someone that's a real Christian, in my exactly. opinion. Yeah, right. It's not Christ. Um, yeah. It's not like Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, he hung out with the sinners. He did. <laughs> like, literally. That's who he picked to, to start the church. That's who he church. picked. Yeah. Because 
that's how you relate to people because we all struggle with it. Right. It's not so, like, religious. You, it's not holier yeah. than thou. Like you can't yeah. be like that. And like Jesus was never like that. He never. was never like, oh, I'm better than you because I don't have tattoos or I'm better than you mm-hmm. because I've never sinned. Mm-hmm. He never said that. He hung out Ever. He hung out with them. Yeah. He had dinner with them. Like literally yeah. with the tax collectors and the prostitutes yeah. and the... The so, fishermen, you know? Like, the I'd fishermen, be, I'd you be know? a bad fisherman. Yeah, you know? like, so you know. it's like, it's crazy. It's just doesn't make sense yeah. to me but but yeah, it's like if you were to go and read the gospel on a trend <laughs> yes. and come to america would you would you agree with the structure right well you'd be yeah. like how did y'all get this right and then the other thing too is just judging people like oh my gosh, there's so yeah. many people that have different beliefs and values mm-hmm. than you but they may not be educated and know the bible it's, they may yeah. have never been exposed and you can't just like treat people different right like that's not christ like either it's not. you know and like I'm just thankful that people believe in something bigger than themselves. So why do you have to focus so much on like what it is? You know, mm-hmm. you may not agree with it. It may not be your beliefs, but it doesn't right. mean you have to hate <clears throat> on their beliefs. Cause that's mm-hmm. also what Jesus wouldn't do. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. You know, he would so, say, Hey, follow me, you know, and show right. them amazing. Powers. Show them. Yeah. yeah. yeah and you, that's like, that's and that's crazy. what it's about. You know, when you're a Christian, <clears throat> it's leading by example and it's, it's showing people with love and kindness, mm-hmm. how Christ lived. And that's right. literally making it super simplistic. That's all it's about. Mm-hmm. And I think if you really have that at your heart center, your core center, like your business will fall into place. Your life will fall into place. Like the right people will be attracted to you. The right opportunities will be attracted to you. The right income will flow Mm. because you're doing things out of a perspective to help, not to gain. And when you make that shift, then you literally are shifting your environment. You're shifting your culture. You're shifting your energy. Mm. And then the rest of it will just naturally flow. Yes. And so I'm learning too, like even people that I thought had my back don't really. Right. And that includes in the Christian faith too. So I'm not saying like everyone's amazing in the world. They're not, mm. you know, but the best way to be a, a good Christian is to love on everyone, but put up boundaries and know who you can trust. Like watch what people do, not what they say. And those are the people that like really have your back. Those are the ones that you should be close to in sharing your Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones you can learn from. But the biggest thing is get plugged into like a good Christian like church, like a Bible believing church. Um, and get a Bible and just read. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, just keep it simple. God will, um, God will speak to you. Yeah. Just I didn't have any of that. Or just pray, you know, just spend time with him alone. And, and, Mm. and I know, um, you know, one of my friends last night, he prayed for the first time and I was so happy for him. And like, he's never been around church. He's never prayed. And like, if I was like, Oh, I'm not going to hang out with you because like you still do this or that, like he would never pray, you know? So you have to love on people with where they're at because now he's like, I want to go with you to church. You know what I mean? Mm. And he would have never done that if I had been like, Oh, what you're doing is not right. 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 No, right. you don't condemn. There's mm-hmm. no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Exactly right. And so it's just like so frustrating to me and like the world today. Oh, sorry, I'm getting like, no, so no, fed up it. right now. I I'm it. just like, I, I just don't understand. And then like, you know, I wanted to share my story for a church. And then they're like, oh, well, we got to wait until like people know you more. So it has more of an impact. And I'm like, dude, my story is freaking amazing. Like right. you're like not saving lives right now. Right. See, they're being a stumbling block. Yeah, yeah, like literally. So now I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to that church anymore. I know it. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I wish you guys the best. But like, you are the one that met, that booked the meeting with me and wanted me to share my story, telling me that you want to have me on stage. Now all of a sudden, oh, well, we have to get you more networked because it's not going to get impact. Right. How will it not make an impact when I've been abused? I've been raped. I um, have been drugged. 
I've been sexually assaulted. I've been physically assaulted. I had an abortion my, that my parents pushed me to doing. Um, right. I went through a divorce with a, a not ideal situation and had abusive relationships, manipulative relationships. I've been, you know, betrayed by friends and, mm. you know, I've been through all of this yeah. and almost got taken in Spain when I was by myself. Like, so I, I've been through a lot and it's like, how could that not make an impact? Like, right. so I'm like, I'm just going to tell my story myself. I don't need anyone else. I have my platform already. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm helping in the community. I, I volunteer <clears throat> at a food bank yeah. and I'm about to start sharing my story for the police department for women that are also coming out of abusive relationships. Wow. Uh, and then I'm actually going to be trying to network with a couple of uh, like uh, nonprofits that are for abortion to try to help <clears throat> those women to not make that decision and just kind of support them as well. Sure. So. I'm like, you know what? I'll make my own opportunities. I don't need anyone else's help. I just need God. Yeah. So and right. that's literally all I need. God and myself and the Bible and yeah. and then just the people that really have my back and right. really want to see you succeed. And, and people that really <clears throat> know your heart and know that you are just doing it to help others, then they're mm-hmm. not going to get in your way. Exactly. And they're going to know that you're genuine and you really want to help. And so I'm like, you know, I appreciate the time that I had yesterday with that pastor. It was great and all. But I tend to disagree. I think sure. that my story would make a profound impact, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. someone knows me personally or not. Like, how could you not be moved by that testimony? Right. And then it's like the testimonies that they have people up on stage. It's like, not to say boring, but it's like, it doesn't seem like it'd be And a now I have multiple of... businesses. And I'm, yeah. I'm writing a Christian book. I'm mm-hmm. starting a Christian clothing line. All because of trauma I've gone through. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do well, you poetry know it, reading. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm like, you, how, how can I not be a good fit for you? understand life better. You know? I'm like, okay, I understand like kind of where you're coming from. Yet, I was at one of your conferences at your church, which yeah. is why I liked that church at mm. the moment. And they had a public speaker come in that we didn't know from Adam. Mm-hmm. And she made an impact. So how could I not make it? Yeah, I think it, the story It doesn't make sense. Impact. So yeah, that's just the way yeah, I am. Gonna so make sure that story is heard. heard you know? Oh, for sure. Right. And you know, and I'm I'm working to go on a, a mission trip in in France this summer. Okay. So pray for me for yeah. that, guys. Yeah. Um. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna be around the people that really yeah. want to help God and His people. Yeah. And people that don't want to, like, I just mm-hmm. I'm not gonna waste my time. Yes, because you can tell when you're having a conversation in the spirit with somebody, mm-hmm. and when you're not. You know, so it's like yeah. the back half of this. I'm going, yeah, now we're, yeah. now we're in the spirit. Right. No, now and we're, we're Holy Spirit. And it's interesting know, too, because yesterday when we had the meeting that they had with me, um, I prayed before the meeting, but it's interesting to me that the person as a pastor didn't start the meeting with a prayer. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. I always invite the spirit into the conversation. Yeah. I was like, that was, that was strange. Yeah. Like I was like. I didn't That's like, like that. like a little, red, a little it, check, it, a spirit check. It, it, yeah. I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, right. you literally didn't invite God into our meeting. You don't, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I had the prayer before right. you got there. You know, you have to have them. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. okay. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't want to talk anymore yeah. for your church. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. No, good for, I mean, it'll be heard. That's like, it's like, it's not a building. Yeah. So I don't even know if. Like even my story. Sorry, I'm getting fired up. <laughs> Not all churches are like that, you know. I love God. I love I love churches. You just have to be mindful of who genuinely wants to help others. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's 
sad when you have someone that's willing to share and has been through so much. I was also on nine different medications and I was labeled as OCD and bipolar because of all the trauma I went through. And I'm literally off of everything because of God. How could that not help someone? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I don't understand. You know, make it make sense. I'm like, okay, how does my story not help people? Okay. Well, it's a, it's a, you have a spiritual warfare story and like the world doesn't understand the spiritual realm. So they're going to throw you on drugs, medication, you're this, this. They yeah. try to do this to me too. Yeah. And it's like, oh, really? Dude, I've got so yeah. many stories of spiritual. They told me that I needed to get magnets because my brain is imbalanced and the chemicals are imbalanced. And like, oh, we need to put you yeah. on this drug right. that goes in your nose, but then you're going to get high. And then your mom has to drive you home because it's going to rewire the chemicals in your brain. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that. None of that. Yeah. No, no, Good no. for you. And then they messaged me again yesterday and I was like, no, no, no. And then CVS keeps calling me. I blocked CVS's number and I was like, I don't need you. Let's go. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't take any drugs. I'm yeah. like, no. Right, don't need them. Don't need them. God didn't didn't make a mistake. He didn't when make he, he didn't make our body to 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 need that. No, he you didn't know? make a mistake when he now, created your brain. I understand if you have like my dog's diabetic. If you have something like that, yes, absolutely. Please, I'm not saying there's please take your medicine. You know what I mean? If you're sick, if you really are, like I'm not saying that, but I was being labeled as something wrong with me when mm. I really had gone through compact trauma without the right support. Mm. Then I got a good therapist. I got into upper room. I got into the healing rooms they have right. there, their prayer sets. I got into the Bible. I got into alone time and prayer time with God. I got around good people, good Christian people, and good non-Christian people too because there's good people yeah. out in the world that aren't Christian yeah. that, are, that are amazing. Um, and honestly, some of my non-Christian friends have been better than some of my Christian friends at yeah. points, yeah. Um, which is sad because it should be honestly, the other way around. Yeah. Um, but that's why we, people like us need to fix that. People uh, misrepresent God all the Yeah, time. and it's sad. It's really, right. really sad. If it's not all out of love and it's not Jesus. It, yeah. Right, it has to be out of love. And and it's crazy to just like, you know, one of my friends, I, I drove to Austin last weekend for a leadership conference. And on my way there, he literally stayed awake on the phone with me till I got there at 3 a.m. because I came from a private event for a musical that one of my friends wrote um, called His Story the Musical that came out in Grandscape at the Colony. And then it got delayed and there was an after uh, party, like dinner celebration. And I didn't get done till almost midnight. But then I had the next morning at 9 a.m., I had a leadership conference, Christian leadership conference for business in Austin. And so he literally stayed on the phone with me for three hours mm. to make sure I got there safely. Wow. Like, and he's just prayed last night for the first time. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, right. right. You know? It's like some people, well, not even some people, everybody, like, look at children. Children, regardless where they grow up, they they love like Christ. Right. And when they come into the world, they know love. Yeah. That's why God talks about you need to enter the kingdom with childlike faith. Yes. He does talk about that. There's a lot of references to childlike faith. Yeah, it's like, why do you think that? It's because that was a pure spirit. Right. Not just because... Not corrupt. Not (laughs) just because of Jesus being that truth. Right. But it's like, that's how God designed us to be and then the world mm-hmm. chokes that because there's right. an enemy it's the, right. the satan's here no it's true and like people right like, now, like what happened right now don't they believe in yeah, me they didn't want you they didn't want you to find god they wanted to stifle you they mm-hmm. wanted to make you think that something was wrong with you it's the right. same thing they tried to do with me when i was a kid you know really? it's like medication this and that yeah like, yeah my mom thankfully was a prayer warrior that's amazing. Like See, I'm she the would, first. She so wouldn't do it. And you're the first. It was first. me battling by myself. And you're now starting, you will start a new generation with your family and all yeah. generational curses will be will Oh, be yeah, lifted. for sure. Because the power And there's a lot of issues in my family. Like, my, 
one of my family members committed suicide another one got shot in the driveway because of drugs like mm-hmm. there's a divorce lots of divorce right. there's abuse there's alcoholism mm-hmm. you know drug use like yeah. there's a lot of brokenness yeah yeah and that's amazing that but see, like the enemy and wanted I had, to. I had anorexia too. And I overcame <laughs> that too. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like your story is is amazing and has to be heard because it's like what I see with that. It's like what the enemy was trying to destroy, destroy, destroy. Even with you, mm-hmm. you somehow had this this lion heart, this tenacity, spirit, tenacity. Spirit. But if you would have just given in, your whole family line would have stayed cursed. Right. Yeah. And but it's I, like you're you're the you're chain breaker. You're the chain breaker. Yeah. And I got saved at a business conference actually, and I'm super thankful to to Nez Hazan if she's watching this for introducing me to Amway because I got saved at a Sunday morning mm. service where yeah. Teresa Bell Foy spoke. Yeah. And she's got a ministry out in Rockwall, and she literally like saved me. Mm. And um, what's crazy is I went in and out of the faith like my ex like he made fun of me for praying like in tongues and like um, getting close to God and stuff thought I was crazy like he had his own share of of issues with alcoholism and just yeah issues with control and things like that and so that wasn't a healthy relationship and mm-hmm. getting out of that was was hard and then I went into partying for a while to be honest because mm-hmm. I was lost I had the abortion my parents made me do that and. I mean, they didn't fully make me, right? Because I also made a decision. And I forgive them. I'm not holding any resentment. Like, I understand they were trying to look out for me. But, you know, that was very damaging. Oh, yeah. Very, very damaging. Yeah, and and I don't think they realized or I realized how deep of a wound that would have created. Right. And it's just intense. Like, I've gone through a year of therapy to heal from it now. Oh, and yeah. so I literally, like, pushed it down for, like, three years. And I wanted the baby. But literally the dad denied that it was his kid. Then the dad was trying to take the kid from me. And the dad right. was into drugs. And he's just not a good guy. And, um... But at the time, I was hurting. You know, my my ex-husband wasn't loving to me, chose his family over me, and and I made that decision, you Mm. know? I I regret it, but, like, I wanted a family. I wasn't on birth control because I wanted to have a family. And then it was one mistake one night with an old high school love, and boom. Yeah. You know? And and that's why sin creates chaos and, and creates pain. And... And it's hard because I was trying to do things the right way. I was married. I was trying to have a family. I was trying right. to do things the right way. Right. And um, I was trying to get close to God. And then even who I was supposed to be married to was alienating me. You know? And so it's just, it kind of put me in these waves with God. Because I'm like, well, why yeah. would I follow God if this is supposed to be a holy matrimony? And we're supposed to become one. Yeah. If he's literally choosing his family over me. Right. And then we went to Christian counseling. And he was like always on his phone, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And then literally the Christian counselor released me and he was like, that's not your husband. Wow. Yeah. And it was so freeing. Mm. It was so freeing. But I've been through so much and I've had jobs that fired me for stupid things. You know, I I was at work too one time. Um, One of the guys was trying to like uh, be inappropriate sexually and and then let me go because of that and then had the HR on his side. So I've been through a lot. Mm. And it's just like, you know, being in the mental hospitals too and I had the mental breakdown and like sure. they put me on all this stuff because I just like lost it because literally mm-hmm. the person I loved a year ago physically hit me, assaulted me mm-hmm. to the point where I had like a soul cry because it was like he just came and attacked me right. and then literally wanted to have sex with me after and then you're just like out of body. It's just like what 
is happening. Yeah, right. Like, you just don't even know what to do. And then yeah. I get a restraining order against him, and then he shows back up at my door. And I'm not expecting him there. And then he's like, I made all these mistakes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm in the middle of figuring out how to get out of the apartment. I wasn't doing things completely God's way, sure. but I thought I was going to marry him. Yeah. And I loved him and all that stuff, but it was very back and forth and, like, narcissistic and just kind of all over the place. And then we would have fun, and then it would be crazy, and it was just intense mm-hmm. and um but i would i would walk around the apartment and i would do circles and i'd be praying and talking to god because i was mm. like what do i do like i yeah. love this man but he abused me yeah. i love him but he did right, this right, right. like i don't understand like he needs help mm-hmm. like yeah you know and he was like oh i don't need help i can i can handle myself and then he was like oh we need god because i told him i need god at my center yeah and then i told him oh i pray in other languages like i do this and he's like oh that's weird you should only pray in your own language and then I was like, well, we should go to church together. And he goes, oh, you know, grew up Catholic. I'm like, dude, we've been dating a year and a half. That's how I grew up. Like, how yeah. do you not know that about me? Yeah, yeah. You know? And then he t- literally told me, I love you, but you're a bitch. Just like, I love my mom, but she's a bitch. And then I was like, oh, not my husband. Like, mm. I, I'm always going to yeah. love this guy. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But I have to let him go because, like, he's keeping me from my destiny. And he's keeping me from God. Mm-hmm. And he's keeping me from healing. Right. And he didn't love me through my abortion. He called me a baby killer. Yeah. See, that's wrong. So, and he, and he knew, and he, yes, yeah. and he knew, he knew I was so wounded from it. He's the first person I opened up outside of my parents mm-hmm. and my best friend yeah. about the abortion. Mm-hmm. And he, I literally cried in his arms and then literally he turned it against me like six months yeah, later. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah. And it's like the, and that's another example of just like the enemy wants you to think mm-hmm. that since you had that happen, yeah, there's nothing you can do. You're going to hell forever. Right, right. And, and then God's he, always telling you like, no, you can yeah. always call on me. Right, and because you know? I had a divorce too, he would oh, yeah, judge me for all, that yeah, too. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not my fault. Right. It's, that's why it's a rebirth. That's why right. God shows yeah. the people that had a crazy path. Because why? They understand it better. Right. Like someone who grew up and obeyed the rules all the time, like honestly good for you. Right. But it's like, come <laughs> more on. Power yeah, more, more power to you. More power to you. More power to you. To be honest, like Jesus probably wouldn't have picked you to come with him. Right. Because you may have not. He calls the not sinners. Leave. Yeah. And like just with the uh, Nicodemus is a good example. The uh, religious Oh, um, yeah, Jew, Nicodemus. Yeah. Jesus said, hey, follow me. And he didn't. But he really wanted to. But why didn't he? His life was too good here on earth. Yeah, For he, me, he already like, yeah. had, in his own opinion, his own heaven on earth. He had it. Right? He had he it. Wasn't so he, to, was like, yeah. he was like, why would I leave? Like, my wife wants me here. Right, right. I those, already have yeah. my people. Yeah, those who are last will be first, and those mm-hmm. who are first will be last. That's yeah. what that means. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why here in America, I'm like, guys, like, we go to this and, big, nice church, but like, do you know the homeless person on the street corner? Right. I know him. I do. I, 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 gave feel, one, I, gave I feel a, more Jesus yes, talking to them than I do too. in the building. Uh, in Austin, like on my way back last weekend, there was a homeless guy. And um, <clears throat> I had some cash and I just felt really called to give it to him. Yeah. And he was one of the most thankful people I've ever met in my life. Oh, yeah. Grateful people. He was just like, God bless part, you. Yeah. Like, you're amazing. Yeah, like, right. I was not expecting this. He goes, you gave me more than I thought like he yeah, just yeah. lit up and like right. i was just like you know what take care and he had a dog and i was like make sure you give your dog some water like mm-hmm. you know just right. that's the gospel you know yeah no, those and i'm not saying not to get credit or like to whatever edify me no, i'm just, just saying for the story, yeah know? just kindness so people know spread kind kindness. Of what you're talking about yeah just be kind you know, it's like be like christ and, and you it, didn't do that so you could tell the no, story you did that no. to say Look, these people understand. I wasn't expecting to share that, honestly. These people know the gospel on the street more than, because look, look, we read the Bible. It's like, what do we pray in the Lord's Prayer? Give us today our daily daily bread. bread. And what do they do every day? 
God gives daily them their bread. daily bread. We don't do yeah. that. No. Because I have enough money to eat. Right, right, So right, I had right. this, like, this whole fast that I did. Like, I did mm-hmm. some radical stuff as far as yeah. taking a bunch of money out. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I wanted to, like, I, for me... Like I said, my thing was greed, selfish ambition. Like, I was mm-hmm. a hard heart. Sure. So, for me, it was like, did you have to get that idol of money? Right. Back in its place. Right. Like, seventh. No, you know yeah, I mean? and that's one so thing like for I'm, me doing I'm learning that, it's that. Like, I do not care about money. I don't mm-hmm. care about anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing can happen to me in this life. Right. Now that I know, like, I've there's been Who's so much you fruit. are and where you're going. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, and then what's been crazy that's been being revealed to me like, it, it's nuts that we're even talking about, you know, like homeless people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I talk, I had so many stories of people that, homeless people that I'll talk to. And it's mm-hmm. like, I can feel that we're speaking in the spirit yeah. together. Oh, and for I'm like, sure. I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll talk to this guy. And he's like, hey, man, like, um, you know, whatever. Give him a sandwich or whatever the case may sure. be. And they'll, like you said, so grateful. Like, oh, my so gosh. Grateful. This is amazing. Like, is this turkey? Is this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, it's turkey, you know? Yeah. Like, and uh, this in particular guy, he was totally like, he, you know, he came into this world in a pretty rough situation. You know, like he's, mm-hmm. he's like messed up physically. His skin was all like mm-hmm. almost like he had leprosy. But like this guy had an amazing, amazing attitude. And he was mm-hmm. like, I was driving, uh, driving off after like I gave him a sandwich. It was yeah. really my thing. It's like I want to get to know these people you know sure. i want to get to know them and, sh- and hang out sure. with them as much as i can yeah and like when i'm driving off i was like hey man are you a man of faith and he was like oh am i dude i get everything that i pray for <laughs> that's and then, awesome and then, and then i was like all right bro i'm gonna pray for you what's your name he told me his name and he was like yeah ask god about me he knows me that's awesome and it's like and then i was praying on my on my drive and i was like do you, do you know that guy you know mm-hmm. and, he, and god was like yeah you know that's i know awesome. that guy and it's like I don't have exchanges like that at church. No, I know. It's not. Well, upper room. Well, I'm not saying ever. Upper room is amazing. I love upper room. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. For the, for the, the most part. Yeah. Like not everyone. But not all the time either. I mean, I'm not saying every weekend we're like, oh, you know, (laughs) but, but yeah, upper room, like it's just God's presence is there, but you know, what's crazy. That's the thing. You have to find churches that believe like what we're talking about. And like, you can just go there and be you. Like we dance and we dance barefoot and like, we're just. Mm -hmm praising him and like yeah. it's it's like no frills like you can come in like a ratty t-shirt and they don't care see yeah it's great you yeah. know what i mean I'll it's just it's it like out. it's literally no frills like it's just a, in a big building and we just walk in and and that's it yeah. and you just praise him and they do a lot of outreach which is also why i like them yeah um but i literally volunteer like um at a food bank next to it and it's interesting because out of all the volunteers i'm one of the only ones that actually interacts deeply with the clients yeah and i pray for some of them and mm. like i talk to them and like literally they're like you made my day yeah right right like i'm like why else are we there to volunteer except for to talk to them oh man yeah you're not there just to stock the yeah, stuff like stock i'm like them. i'm like this isn't like a clock in clock out like no. you're like these people are hurting yeah like they need like love yeah and isn't it fun to do too yeah i love like, it i take them. selfies with them yeah, sometimes yeah. like I'm like, can I pray for you? Can I pray for your kids? Do you want any of this food? Hey, what can yeah. I get for you? You know, I don't mm-hmm. force it on people. Like, if it feels natural and, like, they are connecting, yeah. then I ask them if I can pray. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, just being willing to help because they're going through a hard time. And, like, wouldn't you want that if you were yeah. going through a hard time? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like we should it's do like, that with all people. It should it's be natural. Even, yeah. Right, everyone. You should, should be friendly. Yeah. Like, 
I had a nightmare the other night that I was rude to a couple people and I woke up sweating. Because I was the like, spirit waking yeah, because you know? I was just like, no, like I'm not rude. That is yeah. not me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, get off me, devil. Like that is not me. Yeah. Spiritual. Workers, like nice. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, literally had dreams of like just being really rude to these two women, and I'm like, that is not me. Yeah. That is absolutely not my character. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's not my spirit. That's that's yeah. not what I believe. That's not how I am. Yeah. And so it's interesting because it's like yeah. the more I want to help, it's, it's it's interesting. Yeah. No, it is. So Powerful anyway. stuff. Anyway, I got fired up for a while, guys. I love it. Sorry. Let's go. <laughs> that was the conversation I was wanting to have. Today. Yeah. 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 Of course. And business is cool, but that's the business conversation is cool. I want to have. But without, in my opinion you know, not trying to push it on anybody, but without a firm foundation and without God, like nothing really matters because we're not going to take anything with us from this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like literally even nothing. Yeah, you, even if you're not religious, you don't take yeah. anything with you. You don't take yeah. your family. You don't take your possessions. You literally take your life experiences mm-hmm. and how you made an impact. And that's all you take. Yeah, right, right. So it's like... It's really simple. <laughs> yeah, we should work on our character more than our, our status, money. It's like we have it so backwards. We do. Like the people that are the yeah. most... Like, have you ever been to another country and it's like the kids and the adults just like live in a shack, but they're just boom. So happy. They're chilling. Yeah. yeah. And then we go here. It's so I'm going, what's up, dude? And then this they're in a freaking mansion. And they're like, I don't even know you. Yeah, no, that's yeah. my point. Like when I... When I <laughs> not everybody in a mansion's like that. Yeah, I'm no, just no, saying. Actually, a lot of them are super nice. Yeah, that's a lot of them are super blessed, friendly. But, but I'm not... But, I'm but just kidding. I will just kidding. say, like, <laughs> like driving down the street, if you're in a rich area, you're going to have yeah. less exchanges than if right. you're going to go and talk to people that don't have anything. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's, it's interesting, but it's like, yeah. look at the scripture. Jesus right. went to the areas to pull those people out that would leave everything. Right. Because like the rich person, not that they can't, not that they can't get there, but it's and not like, every it's rich person. But yeah, it is harder. No, it's harder. It's it what is, is it, harder. the eye through the camel of a needle is what it says. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like not impossible, but it, you still, it's a hard thing. But I love what uh, Paul said. Right? Is like. Um, but I will worship when I have much and when I have little. Uh, yeah, um, I've experienced and much and I've experienced Me too. And it's, um, forgiveness. Like, letting mm. go. Like, yesterday, like, it hurt for a moment that, like, they rejected me or they're like, oh, you have to be at this level for you to share here for to make an impact. Yeah. I'm like, no. Like, yeah. you know what? No. And, and it's knowing your own worth also and realizing, like, no. Like, God says I'm good as I am right now. Mm. And, like, I can impact the world with my story yeah right and right. i don't need someone to tell me when i can be on a platform mm-hmm. yeah god like, god doesn't me, say that show me in scripture where it would say you need x amount of followers to share here you right know, like, no what network are you talking about yeah i know we're Jesus, all fighting yeah. for the kingdom like it doesn't make yeah, sense Yeah, it's like you wouldn't even if it's gonna make an impact great like no one we're not competing with each other we're like right. we're on the same we should be team, elevating right? each other yeah so no, it yeah. just made me realize, and then it just also made me realize to forgive others quickly. Like, that's a yeah. big lesson I'm learning is, like, the faster we forgive and we let go of resentment, the faster we can be set free. Mm. And we can be free, set free mentally because you don't want people to take up real estate and that is, they're paying no rent for. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Right? And, and life is too short. Like, and I love just where I am, and I'm so thankful for where I am right now because I've had the most freedom and clarity I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. I'm at that level where I don't, like, I care about people, mm-hmm. but I don't care what people think of me. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, a whole other level of freedom. Only what God thinks, you know? Right. And it's just like, you know what? Whatever. Okay, now I know this person has to be my friend from over there. 
Yeah. You know, now I know I'll pray for them. Uh-huh. You know, and, and that's the biggest other lesson I've learned is pray for your enemies and those who persecute you. And I've, I've prayed for my ex, the one that physically and uh, verbally and emotionally and sexually and psychologically and spiritually and all the other things abused me in all these different ways financially. I've prayed for him more than you can imagine, which I know a lot of people are like, that's crazy. Like, why would you pray for that guy? Like, yeah. he's an asshole. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but he's broken. Yeah, right, right. What would Jesus do? That's right. hard, though. But, like, I prayed for that pastor yesterday. Why? Mm. Because he should be more loving and opening. Right. Right. That's interesting. And, and that's a... It's a whole other level of freedom. Yeah, it is. And it's like we, we see Jesus do that, and it's super hard to do in our life. But something that's helped me kind of get there is realizing, like, okay, it's not that person lashing out at me. Like, I'm coming out of them. love. It's their, it's their evil Insecurity spirit or their in spirit. them. You know yeah, what I mean? it's not who they are. So it's like... You know, not a lot of people feel, understand that, though. You feel sad for... it, But when someone gets, you know, super upset with you or whatever, and you're coming from a place of love... Right. You know what's at play there. Right, right. So no, like absolutely. Just, you know. Well, and then I went to go read my poetry, and my dad... Um, unfortunately really judged the place and like I love my dad and I I forgive him for it but my mom was supportive and she stayed there and you know what I mean it's just like you have to love people where they're at because like they may not understand to the level that we understand yeah but to be the best Christian and best example is to to model that to to model loving people Mm -hmm. you know and that's as simple as it is and I got to um the the honor and privilege of of listening to Danny Gokey um, I went to Elevate Life Church for a couple of different events and stuff like that. And uh, he was there one Sunday. And one of my favorite songs by him is just Love God, Love People. And it's just so simplistic, but it's so true. Mm. Um, yeah. and it, it, it is he simple. just says, bring yeah. it back bring it back to ground zero. It just all comes down to this. Just love mm. God and love people. I can't yeah, sing yeah, that yeah. well. <laughs> but um, you guys get the picture. Um, but literally, that's like really all it's about. And yeah. I'm just looking for those Christians. Yeah. And, the, and those non-Christians, they just want to love people. Yeah, and those are who I want in my corner. Right. And those are the people that I'm going to go to bat for, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. then the other ones I'm just going to pray for. <laughs> yeah. And in, in, in hopes that they'll, they'll, they'll all get there, you know? Yeah. We, we know they won't. We, you know, right. we know right. how it ends in the text. But, right. <laughs> but, like, but our goal now Unfortunately. is that I'll even pray mm-hmm. that it's like, don't, Jesus, don't come back yet. Like, there's so Too many soon. people that I want that have to be there with, with me. me. Yeah. So it's like you, you start to see souls, you know. You start to see yeah. souls and people's hearts, you know. For it, it's who like, people are, yeah. not what you see on what the surface. What you said, it's like love, love God and love people. It's mm-hmm. it's that simple. It is. But it's not that easy. Why? Because we've been polluted for years. Well, now, yeah. it was easy when you were a kid. Sure. But it's like to get back to that childlike faith well, is what's even tough. thinking back to a kid, it's funny that you said that. I just like literally got this download from God about... Me coloring with a friend when I was like five or six, and I was coloring in a Barbie coloring book. And and the little girl, she was African American, and I was coloring the girls in the Barbie coloring book African American, mm-hmm. like dark brown, because I'm like dark. And I was coloring them like different colors and yeah. like pinks and like whatever different colors. Right. And then she was like, "Why are you making them like that? They should all look white." Because, like, a lot of the Barbies were, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm like, no way. Like, she's racist. And, like, she is grown up in that in that environment at five. Wow, yeah. And she's, like, not white. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah. You know, so even at five, I was loving everybody. Mm. Like, it's just, like, 
crazy. Yes. It's just crazy. It's just like God already picked me out at five. You were picked out. Yeah, yeah. We all were picked out. At five. I'm like, wow. And then I was like, I told her I stood up at five. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, why not? I'm like, Mm -hmm. we all look different. Why can't I make people the way that they look? I love them all the same. Yeah. And that's what I said. Mm Mm-hmm. That's amazing at five. <laughs> five. Fast forward to like what our what we've been going through yeah. as a nation. It's like reading this message from a five year old. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. All right. So. You can learn. You can learn from those people. I learn a lot from kids, and you know it's yeah. funny. Another lesson that I've learned. Um, we're giving you guys lots of good nuggets today. Is you can learn from anyone at any age. Honestly. Yeah. Like I learned right. from babies. Oh yeah. You know, I learned yeah. from people that are we're like chilling. super old. Yeah. I learn from people that are younger. I learn from teenagers. I learn mm-hmm. from, right. you know, mm-hmm. and any background. Like, you can learn from anything. I learn from movies. I learn oh, yeah. from Stories, my day. Yeah. I learn from yeah. stories. I learn from podcasts. Yeah. I learn from commercials. I learn from TV shows. I learn from music videos. You just have to be a lifelong learner and being yeah. open. Right. And that's yeah. all God wants us to be. Yes, and it's like, uh, you know, the school system books. and everything we'll talk about. Like, by the way, way we learn <laughs> in school is by definition, but we all know we learn by story. Right. So it's like, why would that even be the way that it's they set teach. up, you know? So it's like... <sighs> Don't it's, get me started yeah. on that. Yeah. Oh, so my gosh. Like, we need help with the school system. <laughs> but, yeah. It, it, so it's the like getting, not getting caught up into the... The little, you should pay attention to the little details, but it really is super simple. Sure. Like, like you, like I would zoom out. I would challenge everyone mm-hmm. to kind of zoom out because right. like we've been so distracted for years. Absolutely. If you zoom back, like zoom out, you wouldn't yeah. have had that vision of you at five. No. And I mm-hmm. wouldn't have the visions of like, oh, okay, I can now connect the dots and see right. that happened because of this mm-hmm. and that, and that mm-hmm. took just time with God. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like, instead of just, oh, I've got to do more. Even people listening to this are probably going, Oh, I got to take these nuggets and implement it here. And it's like, yeah, sure, do yeah. that. But I would say, like, we all need to zoom sure. out for a sec. We all do. And and I do that regularly. Like, I have mentors. So I'm not, like, not mentored. You know, I'm mentoring you guys. I'm helping you through the podcast, interviewing people that are helping you be mentored as well. But I'm also checked. I have a mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, I have two mentors, actually. And so it's good because I don't always do everything right. I make mistakes. I'm human. You know, I learn. And then sometimes like I'll get upset and then I'm like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that. And then I'll go and apologize. That's the difference Mm -hmm. because I'm willing to take ownership. Right. So, and I'm good for my word. I'm very particular. Like, excuse me, if we have a meeting and we set it and it's a certain time, I'm there. Yeah. Sorry. I was 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, well, I know it won't happen again. She said she's that way. I didn't say I was that way. No. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, I'm very, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And so I'm really big about that because who knows who you're going to meet and who they're going to tell about you. And your first impression is so important. And I think a lot of people don't realize that is like your character has to be the same everywhere behind closed doors in front of people. You got to be consistent. Mm. If you want to be successful in business or life, it's, it's all about that. It is. It really is. It is. And it all so, ties together. And it does. And, and, like, and people like, and once, will talk. Yeah. I used you know, to, I used they can't trust you that. as a business owner if right. you're not consistent. They can't right. trust you as a business owner if you don't return phone calls. They can't trust you as a business owner if you're consistently late for meetings. They can't trust you as a business owner if you're not following your own advice. Yeah. If you're rude to the janitor, you can't be trusted. Right. Exactly. And there's a book. Um, oh, shoot. What is it called? But there's a book no, about that. No, talking crap on janitors. No, no, no. There's a book about that. And it's literally talking about, like, 
uh, a story of a janitor and like how um basically oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's a christian book I, I can't remember um but anyway you guys can google it and it literally just talks about his story and how um he wasn't seen but then he becomes seen mm-hmm. and just like how even a janitor matters and all, all oh, of yeah. us matter and because we're all people and we all yeah. make a difference and i rarely say like if there's someone cleaning like at the office space i say thank you you know it's just learning how to be appreciative and how to you know understand that people have value yeah. everyone has value when it's like honestly being the janitor is more of an act of christ than being the business owner no to be honest it's very but true in perspective it's like that person's a serving. man of service a yeah. woman of service serving. and that's what we're called to do and that's what right. i was talking about like experiencing god more with people who have less yeah because it's that rule they're more humble play. i mean they're yeah. right they're, there's no agenda like you know right. with some people it's like they're not going to hang out with me if i'm not this that or the other thing sure. it's like that's that's wrong like why right. can't we all just chill as children absolutely. of god you know absolutely and it's like so yeah be nice to that person you can learn more from him than probably the boss i mean right. not about that business obviously right. but about life absolutely. just like you can learn from kids and you learn from the people of the least because yeah. it's like when we read that bible you know sure. when we read the bible it's that's the message like, right absolutely. these people know me and mm-hmm. these people at the top most of them don't right you know and that's why you don't have those exchanges yeah all the time with big churches it's it comes in a community of people that all mm-hmm. hang out and love one another yeah well and to speak well of someone I heard Lisa Bevere speak, and she is a Christian author, and she gave me a book, actually, because we have the same name, and she signed it for me, and it was so sweet, and she was like, do more than me. She's like, do what I did, but more, Mm. and she's like, I believe in you, and just like how she is is how I want to be, you know, like even when I got this fame or whatever, and I'm up on stages, and I'm sharing about my books and whatever, I want to always remain real, you know, because look at where I started from, look what I've been through, look how people have judged me, even Christians, and mm-hmm. um, said I wasn't worthy enough, or like, mm-hmm. friends that were Christians that I'm not friends with anymore, um, well, friends from a distance, but like, that judge others, like, oh, no, I'm not going to go play volleyball with them, because oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what they're like, yeah. and I'm like, what? That's not Christian, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and so, um, you know, just through the stuff I've been through, like, I hope that I always remain humble, and that's my prayer. You know, that yeah. I always remem- remember to be down to earth and just to be mm. loving yeah. and, and just be full of God's love and light yeah. because that's really what it's about. Yeah, I have a prayer that I pray where it's like, I pray that I do not get anything that I can't handle. So it's like, right. if, I that's do, a, if, I, that's a good one. if I do get, you know, success or fame from a worldly standpoint, yeah. and then my spirit is going to lack and like I'm right. going to get distracted right. and not stay humble right. and be like Christ don't want it yeah i don't I'm either happier, right because i'm, happy I'm at peace like we're chilling now yeah i'm at peace and i don't it's not like i'll I don't be happy that. when i get this when i no, get you that. gotta be happy with where you material are things are you're happy for right. like a week right and i don't Trust want me, material know, things like, i just want to make an impact so my that. goal of being on stage is so i can share my story to help more people and yeah. i'm just hoping that again like through that process that it's just like i'm always real and, mm-hmm. and I just leave with my heart and that people don't get to me because yeah. people will judge you even when you're on that level, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like just You have to die remaining. to self for the gospel. You, you know? do. And and literally that's a prayer I say too is die to self daily because you literally have to. You have to. You have to die to your flesh. You mm-hmm. have to die to your desires because yeah. if you don't, then they're going to rule you. Mm-hmm. And, you ha- and you have to learn how to 
uh, navigate them yeah. and navigate emotions, navigate feelings, navigate right. those things and um, learn how to control yourself yeah. with God's help. So Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was good. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Double E Elevating Entrepreneurs and God bless. God bless. Double E, home of the system disruptors, innovators, creatives, and corporate misfits.